Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Good morning. Welcome to California School News Radio, the voice of education in California. Welcome to the program every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on WSRadio.com. We will bring you the newsmakers from the world of education to discuss what's going right in our schools from the perspective of administrators, teachers, students, parents, and community members. I am Kevin Osmus from VMA Communications. This week, without my co-host, Drew Schlossberg, who is on assignment, let's begin. Education is a world of acronyms, and perhaps no acronym receives more focus than STEM, which stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. The U.S. Department of Education estimates that the need for workers in the fields of mathematics, computer systems analysis, system software developers, medical students, and biomedical engineers will increase from 22 to 62% in the 10-year period from 2010 to 2020. Advocacy groups and task force lobby policymakers, business leaders, philanthropists, educators, and community members to increase support and resources for STEM education. And there's a concerted effort among school districts to begin introducing STEM curriculum to their students earlier and earlier to prepare them for the job market of the future. On today's program, we'll see how STEM is being implemented on Southern California campuses. And we'd like to welcome to California School News Radio, a principal of Holland Middle School in the Baldwin Park Unified School District, Mike Rust. Hi, thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. Uh, good to hear from you, Mike. Uh, you know, right before airtime, I was going to completely switch gears and devote the entire program to just education acronyms because, you know, that would be a party right there. But we're just going to concentrate on STEM. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, Mike, let me ask you, how long have you been at Holland Middle School? Uh, this is my 19th year um, in various capacities. As okay. Teaching, both math and science and uh, assistant principal and currently principal. So really, there's no one there. I mean, you know the students, you know the community, you know the district. And why is it important? Why is STEM education important for Baldwin Park students and, and Holland Middle School students? Well, it's just opportunity. I mean, as you mentioned, um, there are numerous uh, job opportunities and the increase in job opportunities in STEM-related fields. We have to prep our students to enter this job market. If we don't, I don't think we're doing justice to our own community at that point. You know, when you're looking at almost 60,000 jobs out there that can't be filled because we don't have enough qualified applicants, the reality is we have to do this. And let's talk about Project Lead the Way. It's another education acronym. It's very well known in engineering and science and education circles, but not perhaps so much from a community perspective. Let's talk about bringing Project Lead the Way into Holland Middle School. I believe it was 2015 and the impact that it had on the students. Oh, yeah. Project Lead the Way is an amazing uh, uh, STEM foundation based out of Indianapolis. Um, they're affiliated with near over 75, almost to 100 universities around the country, big-name universities. Um, they're also affiliated with many of the um, tech and industrial giants out there with a sole purpose of guiding students from K to 12 with STEM education so that they can enter into these college programs um, and then into these jobs. It's a complete and total pathway that's really well designed to help students gain those skills necessary to be successful. 
And your partner for Project Lead the Way, you are partnering with a local university, I believe, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, our, our local and closest partner with this is uh, Cal Poly Pomona. But we've also done work with Chico State, San Jose State, and San Diego State. And that's very, you're very connected. And I would like to remind you, you're also connected to California School News Radio on wsradio.com. I'm your host, Kevin Osmus, and we have with us Mike Rust, principal of Holland Middle School. Now, you brought Project Lead the Way into the school in 2015. You just had one class, and how many students? About 20 students? Yeah, we had about 20 students to start off with. But the first year is always the most important when you're implementing a new program like this. What was the impact on the students? How did they like it? Uh, they actually they loved it. Uh, the hands-on experience, the, um, the ability to build and create and design on some really, I mean, some technical stuff. I mean, we're using Autodesk and AutoCAD, so you're, you're doing three-dimensional design. They're 3D printing. Um, it's just amazing. So they get really excited about it. Uh, well, I can imagine. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, because we think of, I guess, a lot of code app. You have a, you have a code app. Sure. App design class. Yeah, we right? do have an app design course now. I'm wondering, though, because uh, not everybody's going to be designing apps in the future, but let's just say there's a kid there and he just wants to put down some good beats. Yeah, that's his thing. He wants to put down good beats and he wants to figure out exactly what that process is like. And maybe he won't grow up to be a DJ, but there's lots of engineering in just putting together the the equipment that you need to make good beats. It was, so it was something like Project Lead the Way appeal to a person like this, a student like um, this? Sure. There's, I mean, one of the courses we offer is design and modeling, and it really looks at the design process and, and how do you become creative with just about anything. How do you tap into building something or designing something from the infancy stage, going from like a 2D model to a 3D model to really implementing it into any type of structure? So... You know, when you look at courses like that, Flight and Space, which is aeronautical engineering, how do you make things fly? You know, why do things fly? It gives you plenty of opportunity to use your imagination and uh, put it into a technical dream. <laughs> well, Mike, let me tell you, when my imagination flew to aeronautics when I was in school, it was usually paper airplanes, and the teachers were not very pleased that I was tossing paper airplanes around the class. Would this be different now? Would we be saying, that's actually... a good start into aeronautical engineering. Ironically enough, they actually do some of that just to get an idea <laughs> of how things stay afloat. Um, how do they stay in the air uh, to the point where you're testing your own airfoils and you have hot air balloons that you're doing. And uh, so it's, it's hot air balloons. The wood. Really? Yeah. Are you doing hot air balloons? Yeah. Some minor hot air balloons. You have a little launcher. It has a little heat. It's all done on heat. So it doesn't take off and go out into, you know, <laughs> the upper atmosphere. But it's really designing, you know, and understanding how that works. How does the, the how does it capture the hot air, and how does it rise, and why? Well, speaking of hot air, I'm your host Kevin Osmus from California School News Radio, and we're talking. And, uh, and I'm giving the hot air, but we're talking to Mike Russ, principal of Holland Middle School, and we're talking about bringing Project Lead the Way into Holland Middle School just a couple of years ago, but mm -hmm. it's really expanded now. I mean, you started off with one class and 20 students, but it's expanded at least five-fold since then in the three years, correct? Correct, yeah. We went from design and modeling, then to automation and robotics, then we went to the app creators class, which is the app design class, then we did flight and space, um, which is aeronautical engineering. 
and we also do the medical detectives class, which is a biomedicine course. Medical detective class. I, we watch a lot of these programs at home. Uh, yes. what, what would I be able to learn from the medical detective class uh, that would help me uh, maybe figure out these things sooner than the narrator of these programs would, well, would allow Well, you know what me. the students do in that particular class is they, they actually kind of take on a real-life medical detective kind of a, a, a position where they collect and they analyze medical data to diagnose a disease. Um, one of the end class end practicums for this class is they solve a medical mystery through a hands-on project in labs. It's um, they measure and interpret vital signs. Uh, they dissect. They one of the dissections that's really cool. And there's a sheep's brain. They investigate diseases and outbreaks and explore um, how to break down within the human body itself can actually lead to a dysfunction. Well, again, in in my day it was frogs, so now we're bringing in sheep's brains. I mean, this is this is. This is standard issue now at the schools. Then. We're moving one step forward <laughs> or more. <laughs> well, do you have any, uh, say, app design? So you've got these kids. They're growing up with apps. They know them. They love them. Now they're learning that maybe they, they're, they have a great idea that they, they can create right there in class. Name an example or two, if you can, of, of some, some clever apps that the, that the kids have come up with. Oh, we have, we've had a couple that have come up with how do I organize all of my uh, outfits. So some of the girls have come up with how to, how to create an app that keeps you organized throughout the course of the week so you don't wear the same thing more than once within a, a certain time period. Um, Very important they, they, in school, obviously. Yeah, exactly. They do, uh, <laughs> they do different, um, different things with homework, or they'll think about ways to keep themselves organized. Um, so a lot of organizational uh, tools that they've created. And then the biomedicine class, and that's very fascinating because, again, the, uh, as, I, as I said earlier, the U.S. Department of Education, there's going to be a 62% increase in just biomedical engineers, the need for them, by 2020. Uh, and so now you're introducing this in, in middle school, and how do kids, can, how do they even comprehend this at this point? Well, like, I think it's really just the, the nature of the course being well-designed, to really guide them through that process um, so that they learn, you know, step by step. It, it's not overwhelming at the beginning. It builds their knowledge and it scaffolds it really well. So I think they find it fascinating because they see shows like CSI mm-hmm. um, and various other shows on TV that, that deal with this topic. So they have a sense of what goes on there. But now they get to actually, you know, do some of the stuff, uh, you know, firsthand and hands-on. So they really just take to it. It's like an amazing process to watch even with any of these classes there's this just this intuitive nature in this generation that right, they take exactly. right to it they already know all this stuff well we're going to stop there and that actually leads me to uh another topic that we're going to come after the break but you uh we are talking to mike russ principal of holland middle school on california school news radio the voice of education in california on wsradio.com and we will return to the program right after these breaks. Mike, have you got your coffee so far? Are you good on the coffee? I'm good. Thank you. Okay. Then we will, we will see you right after these breaks. All right. Thank you.
Life is full of misadventures, from car crashes to home fires to getting choked out on the mat. Yes, I said getting choked out because I'm Carlos Kramer, jiu-jitsu competitor, MMA and media personality, and mild-mannered insurance agent. You can follow my adventures on Kick-Ass Radio, and I can protect you from life's misadventures at Kramer Insurance. Home, auto, life, business, and workers' comp, we're at KramerINS.com, and I want you to join my world. Are you losing the battle with technology? Tired of struggling with IT? Ready to meet your IT dream team? Centrix IT is Southern California's leader in IT management. A four-time winner of San Diego's fastest-growing privately held companies, Centrix IT has provided Fortune 500 managed IT services to small and medium businesses for over 13 years. Put an end to your struggle with technology today at CentrixIT.com. C-E-N-T-R-E-X-I-T.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. I'm Nicole Heffel, an attorney with the Heffel Law Firm, and I'd like to encourage you to join me in honoring our troops. Part of the Heffel Law Firm's mission is to advocate for those returning veterans in need at no cost to them. You can help us with this by allowing us to serve you with your estate planning needs. I'd like to invite you to contact me at heffellaw.com. That's H-E-F-F-E-L-Law.com. Or call 619-550-3080. In the military, things can change in an instant. Your personal life is just the same. Just like you protect our country, you want your family protected. That's why thousands of military members trust Navy Mutual Life Insurance. Navy Mutual is nonprofit, providing current and former Navy, Marine, and Coast Guard families with life insurance, no sales fees, and no military service restrictions. Protecting members on active duty and beyond. Call 1-800-628-6011. 800-628-6011. NavyMutual.org. Insuring those who serve. Homeless veterans and their families are suffering and need our support, but many won't ask or don't know that help is within reach. Veterans Community Services is here to help. Amazingly, about 35% of the homeless in our neighborhoods are veterans with families. Low-income veterans or their friends are encouraged to contact Veterans Community Services and reach out for help with housing and other services. Call now, 800-974-9909. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Welcome back to the program. I am Kevin Osmus. For California School News Radio, the voice of education in California, Drew Schlossberg is off this week, and I'm talking to Mike Rust, principal of Holland Middle School in Baldwin Park Unified School District. Welcome back, Mike. Thank you. Now, right before the break, we were talking about the various new classes, the courses that we brought with Project Lead the Way, and, and among them, design and modeling, app design, aeronautical engineering, and biomedicine. And to teach these classes, 
your teachers have to go through a certified process. I mean, these aren't the days when you're bringing Lunch Lady Doris in, you know, to teach gym class or, or, or whatever, right? I mean, the, can you describe the process that the sure. teachers go through to be certified Project Lead the Way instructors for your students? Um, yeah, and these, this is our connection that I talked about earlier with the universities like Cal Poly, Chico State, right. San Jose State, and San Diego State. The courses are offered at these universities, um, and during the summer, the teachers will go there for uh, roughly a week um, to get trained specifically on how to teach this course. Um, during the training process, it's rigorous. They're putting in eight-hour days, and then there's homework on top of it, so it can turn into easy 10 to 12-hour days um, to actually understand what needs to be done um, to implement this course effectively. Um, they're certified with it. They are not allowed to teach any of the courses until they have that certification. So it's incredibly important. And because, and because of the certification, you've brought in all of these classes, and it's led to other partnerships, and, and, and the one that I really want to get to, because a, a, just a year ago you introduced uh, robotics into the curriculum. Is that correct? Yeah, we we'd started a robotics class because we did do the automation robotics course with PLTW, but then we took right. it to a whole different level where we needed to then go to a much deeper application process, and that was to actually create a robotics team. And this is the fascinating part because it just started last year, and in that year, your robotics students went from being these beginners to eventually winding up in Louisville, Kentucky for the World Robotics Championship for the, for the VEX World Robotics Championships. And how does that happen? That is an amazing, that, that is an amazing thing to do in one year. Yeah, Who uh, are these kids? Are, 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 are they also working on the Star Wars movies? Are they designing things? <laughs> no, but it sure sounds like they should be, right? Um, they're a bunch of dedicated kids. They, have a, they, they had the drive and the initiative to do it. They had to be guided, though through the entire process. Um, so, yeah, we started this class as, you know, hey, let's go see what's out there and let's get involved in this because it was part of our plan. And I, I think that doing something like this, you have to have a bigger plan for this. And we have a 10-year plan that guides our entire um, STEM program. And in year three, we said we've got to have a robotics team. Let's go out there and go through the application process of putting our thought and all the stuff that we've learned into a, a real-life experience. And so we went out there, competed at local events, um, struggled at the beginning a little bit, just had to understand what was going on. But, you know, we picked it up as we went along, uh, learned as much as we could, watched and studied the people, um, you know, researched as much as we could. And I think we came up with a really good product. And we had an incredible team uh, that was uh, very well coached as well, too. Well, that's, and that's an important point because cause I've seen the robotics competitions i've seen a few of them and and the pressure is on because you never know what's going to happen sure if everything goes perfect you're going to be in good shape but something's going to happen where the kids are going to have to problem solve on the spot they're going to have to identify the problem they're going to have to correct the problem and all of this in the middle of a, a fairly high pressure competition and it sounds to me like uh the way the kids are learning, the way they're coached, they're solving these problems. They're doing uh, incredible teamwork and collaboration here. Yeah, absolutely. There's no question. Um, when, as a matter of fact, we were at the World Championships in, in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> we had um, one of the, uh, the robotics arms, the mechanism snapped. 
So okay. it was at that point, okay, That's now what do we need to do to fix it? So you had to get the whole you know, group of builders together, and they actually had to figure out how to solve it and make it work. We had a, we had a wheel issue. Um, there's different types of wheels and things that you can be using on that. And they had coated the mats at the World Championships with a, a tacky material that's an anti-magnetic type of um, spray, but it makes, the, t- it makes the, um, the, the, the field tacky, which is something we've never worked with. So they had to figure out what do we need to actually counter this, and so we had to change out all the wheels at that point to meet those specifications. So little things come up, you've got to solve them. Yeah, and you're talking about something that wasn't even covered in the textbook either. No. Tacky surfaces. What do we do? And, and, and the kids responded just like that. Um, I want to say that uh, we are on California School News Radio. This is WSRadio.com. I'm your host, Kevin Oswis, and we're talking with Mike Rust, principal of Holland Middle School. Uh, we're talking about robotics and being in Louisville, Kentucky. But the thing, let's get back to the teamwork because your students have been – uh, they trophied at the world championships. You won a teamwork award. I believe it was at the state championship. Uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, what it means for the kids to, to be rewarded like this. Uh, and so early on in their, in their education. Well, it was just a great opportunity to understand that when you work together as a team, you know, you put your heads together, you problem solve, um, you know what each person's responsibilities are. Uh, you support that person. That good things happen. You know, we, we did receive the Excellence Award when we were in San Diego, and that qualified us for the state championship. When we were at the state championships, we received the Judges Award, which is based upon just the overall team. We get to Louisville, Kentucky. We we're, you know, at the World Championships with 200 schools there. And, and all, there from all over given the out. world. Huh? This is truly international. You have yeah, it's truly kids international. We had teams from Kazakhstan. We had teams from China, Japan. We had teams from uh, Chile and, and a variety of just, you know, you could touch a lot of different portions of the globe. So you're, you're really exposed to, you know, a lot of different thinking from all over the place. And, and they walked out with an award from there, which is the Teamwork Award, which really recognized them as a complete team. And who's the coach of the robotics team? Who is, who's... Uh, we have Tom Lau, who's one of our science teachers, who's the main coach. And we had Kevin Johnson, who uh, is also an assistant on that. Well, it sounds to me like they are doing, I want to say bang-up job, but that doesn't sound robotic enough. Well, we don't want to break a anything, too, yeah. yeah. it's a little bit too robotic. Um, <laughs> I would like to now, so, so we've got the robotics, but um, not everybody's into robotics robotics necessarily, but they are the issue of women in STEM, because uh, Holland is another one of those schools that's very actively trying to promote women and, and female students to get into these STEM courses. And you've got another partnership, uh, I believe it's with Cal Poly Pomona, and that's the Feminier program. Correct. Yeah, and the talk a little about the Feminier program and, and some of the excitement uh, at, at, that's coming from the students from that, because that's a, that's a wonderful opportunity as well. Yeah, uh, Feminiers, females in engineering, um, really the sole purpose is to get, you know, um, ladies excited about, you know, working in these, these job opportunities, and there's, again, plenty of them. Um, so we have one of our uh, teachers here, Miss um, Macias, Corinne Macias, who's, in, who's spearheaded that activity. We had 27 girls in what is an after-school program uh, designed to be an introductory into the world of engineering. And they're doing some cool stuff because I, I, I've, 
I checked in at a, at a Feminier's Club once, and uh, they were making like Ferris wheels and things that go around, and they're programming music in, in, inside these, and, and, and they're doing it just all from found materials and maybe some other supplies. And, and how are the kids reacting to that? Oh, they had a – well, at the end of the year, and this is kind of they're working their way up through the whole process. At the end of the year, they actually go to Cal Poly Pomona take all of right. their projects with them and go through a whole display process in front of, you know, you have college professors there, you have people in the industry there, you have college students there, plus all the other students from all other schools that are there, and you're presenting your projects. So it's, they just got so excited about it. It was, it was, they were so excited about it. At the end, they all asked me, well, can we do this again next year? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I said, Okay, sure. <laughs> you got it. If you're that excited about it, we'll do whatever we have to do to make it happen. And then you were kind of expanding the, the, the program a little bit? Yes, we are. For As a matter of fact, for... um, it comes in in a three-year program. There's a year one, um, which is really a whole design process. Um, and then it goes into year two, which we're going to add in this current school year. And I have um, another teacher who's jumping on board, Ms. Gomeshi, to um, help with this as well, too. And year two is wearable technology. And how does that work? What, 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 am I, what do I need to be wearing that will help me in my everyday life? Uh, they're designing things that are embedded into your clothing. Um, you know, who knows where that could lead in the future of technology <laughs> that's in your clothing that takes your heart rate, your pulse rate, or monitors, you know, your vital signs, or whether you, you know, can think and turn on something <laughs> through, well, through as long as it's in my clothing i guess that's i guess that's okay if they're not going to implant it into my brain no uh, we have less than a we have less than a minute left mike um you, you mentioned a 10-year plan where do, where do you see the the stem focus at holland middle school in in another three to five ten years um certainly by the end of our 10th year our goal is to ensure that every single student that walks through the gates of holland middle school We'll have at least a year's worth of STEM underneath their belt. So our goal is to make sure that it's embedded in, in the curriculum and that every student will be exposed to it. And, and embedded is a good goal. term. It's, it's a good STEM term, embedded, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Mike Rust, principal of Holland Middle School in the Baldwin Park Unified School District. Uh, Thank you for being our guest today on California School News Radio on WSRadio.com. I'm your host, Kevin Osmus from BMA Communications, and we will be back in a few minutes with our next guest, principal and co-founder of Odyssey STEM Academy in Fairmont Unified School District, Keith Knuckle. Stay tuned. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. Are your feet hurting you? I mean really hurting you so much that you can't come to the fair and enjoy other activities with your friends? If so, you may have plantar fasciitis, a chronic inflammation of the connective tissues in the foot. I'm Holly Halsey. I'm a licensed acupuncturist, and I can help you with your pain. I invite you to visit me at my webpage, accusagehousecalls.com. That's A-C-U-S-S-A-G-E, housecalls.com. 
Find out what pain-free feels like. Donate cash, furniture, clothes, and other gently used household items to Father Joe's Villages and get a nice tax break in April. Every donation is tax deductible. Believe you can make a difference. Be Father Joe. Go to neighborhood.org or call 1-800-HOMELESS to donate today. Securing our eCity Foundation is a nonprofit organization focused on cybersecurity awareness and education. Formed in 2011, their mission is to enable every San Diegan to live, work, and play safely in the cyber world. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. securingourecity.org, 619-630-2444. securingourecity.org. In the military, things can change in an instant. The Navy Mutual Aid Association, we understand because it's our life too. That's why our dedication to serving the life insurance needs of our military veterans and their families is unrivaled. Navy Mutual offers superior life insurance protection without military service restrictions and limitations. A single focus on providing the peace of mind military families are looking for. That's what we do. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Call 800-628-6011 or go to NavyMutual.org. On the Internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 